Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to episode 100 of the Determined Mom Show. I am so excited to be bringing this episode to you, and I'm going to be reflecting back on the last two years of my podcast with my husband, Bertrand Tento. He is going to be helping me to talk about where we came from and where we are today. So welcome. Thank you, uh, Amanda, and congratulations on uh, your 100th anniversary of the Determined Mom uh, podcast show. I'm very proud of you. And thank you to any listener. And uh, I'm happy to be part of this special episode. And I look forward to exploring how far we've come. Thank you for having me once again. And I guess the process today is you would like me to kind of uh, ask you some questions and uh, talk about the, what the process has been like uh, so far. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I also am kind of curious from your perspective, all the way back Two years ago, you know, when we talked about the idea of a podcast, what your initial thoughts were, what you thought it might amount to, you know, what you thought the end result might be and how far you actually saw me sticking it out. <laughs> well, I have to say, first of all, that uh, I, uh, I have high confidence and I know that whatever you put your mind into, you always find a way to make it happen. Uh, that's a trait that I know of you. So whenever you met this path, your new project, I was certain that you will find a way to do just as well and exceed just as you've done with all the other paths you have taken prior to this one. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you some questions. Reflecting back, looking back, when you decided to leave the banking industry, start this business, what is it actually that made you leave an industry where you had a serious position, serious prospect for a career? What is it that made you leave that? or on the side to come start this business. 100% our family and achieving the goals that we've set over the years and being with our kids and being able to be the kind of mom that I would like to be every day and being there for the kids and being involved in things. I remember when I was little, I had all these friends that were Girl Scouts. There was no way in hell I was ever going to be a Girl Scout <laughs> because my mom had zero time for that kind of stuff. So I just remember those kind of things. And I just want to make sure that, you know, our girls have, have that opportunity. All right. Totally understandable. And I can't help but think that the fact that you were a small business owner yourself uh, prior to working in a banking industry, I can't help but think that the fact that you had that experience being a business owner that somehow maybe uh, it gave you an outlook, a better outlook on how you could help other business owner like you were, like you used to be. So uh, could you tell us a little more? Is that is that a good hint? Uh, is that a good hunch? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it definitely gave me a lot of inspiration because I knew that the weaknesses that I had in my own business and, and I wanted to be able to help people to solve those problems in a much easier way, especially mom-owned businesses, because there is a whole nother element to being a mom and owning a business and doing all the things that moms do. There's a completely different element to that than any other entrepreneur. And I can attest to that, that's for sure. A hundred episodes later, having worked as hard as I've seen you work, taking your mission so seriously, you know, doing all the research I see you doing and always being how do you feel hundreds episodes later how are you uh, 
are you making the impact that you want to be making? How do you feel? I do feel like I am because I get a lot of reviews and I get a lot of emails from the, you know, the emails that go out with each episode. And I do get a lot of feedback of people being like, you know, I love that episode, totally opened my eyes to this or, you know, whatever it is. And I really enjoy those emails and I enjoy knowing those things. And also in the Determined Mom Show community, getting the feedback from the members in there and just seeing how they've all actually become friends in that community and also outside of that community as well. I've seen a lot of collaboration and and overlap and those kind of things. And that is the thing that lights me up the most is seeing those women, even, you know, just former guests on the show and people that I've met through other networking avenues and people that I've met through other people, just seeing all of them come together and collaborating and working on their businesses and really just forming our own community. I think that's my favorite part for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So of course, back to the podcast, each episode, you probably have a little bit of something different from the next or the previous episode. Is that right? Uh, should I assume? Yeah. Yeah. So they're all different <laughs> and I try to keep them all different because <laughs> Um, We don't want to hear about the same thing over and over and over again. So definitely trying to get new information out there and also from new perspectives, because I know um, coming up, I do have a few new episodes that are going to be airing this year about nutrition and eating, and they're all kind of from different perspectives and not any one thing works for any one person. So I'm entertaining all of those different perspectives in order to allow people to choose the one that they resonate with the most. So while there are some repeated topics, there's always a different perspective. Right. That's awesome. And talking about topic, talking about the episodes, do you have uh, some favorite episode or at least uh, from the feedback, uh, the feedback from your listener? Are there some favorite uh, that uh, to somebody that's just starting to listen today that you could just say, hey, you know, I have a hundred different episodes, but you could listen to this, this to start uh, because they're favorite. Do you have such a, such a thing? Yes, definitely. I think episode two, which is basically the anxiety of maternity leave. That one is a really important one because that really highlights how I was feeling before I started the business and, you know, that struggle that we were going through of like, oh my goodness, what do we do? Like, you know, like, should I stay at the credit union? Should I just take the leap after, you know, all of that. So that anxiety of that period before your maternity leave starts, (laughs) before you have the baby, I think that's a really important episode because there are many moms that are actually in that position right now, or they were, or, you know, they're thinking about leaving their job. And I think that's a really, really great place for them to start and go from there. Awesome. Any other episode you want to mention? Yeah, I have a ton of Google My Business. (laughs) I love Google My Business. And I think the first one that I did was 21. Awesome. What is it that they're missing for people that are out there, they have a business and they're not using Google My Business or whatever service you or the service you're offering. What is it that they're missing? What can you tell them in few words that kind of open their eyes to how you can help them. You're wasting time on social media posting. (laughs) That's the biggest thing because people aren't searching on Facebook for your business. They're not searching on Instagram for your business. They go to Google and they want to find whatever it is, whatever your business is near me. And if you're not showing up 
in the top three, then you're you're not going to be getting that business, but you can easily get into that top three and start showing up and get those phone calls, website visits, and requests for directions very easily. All of that energy that you put into posting to social media every month, you know, every week, every day, as we all do, it can be redirected and really, really focused on Google My Business and change your actual revenue structure. Oh, that's awesome. If somebody's new you had Google My Business and uh, wanted to kind of learn a little more, where can they, how can they reach out to you? How do they reach out to learn a little more? Uh, have a conversation about that. On the TDM Marketing website, which is just tdm-marketing.com, there are lots of free resources on there. There are lots of paid resources. There's a course. I mean, every single level of learning about Google My Business is on our website. The other thing that you can do is go to the Google My Business Facebook group, which is called Mastering Google My Business to Increase Your Revenue. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash learn GMB. So if somebody that's out there where you were two years ago, contemplating, I mean, probably uh, they have a job they don't like, or maybe they don't have any, but they're contemplating taking a leap for a new business, a new uh, career, whatever it may be. What advice can you give to somebody right now, kind of uh, dancing that dance, not knowing when to jump or when not to jump? What, what advice can you give them from your own experience? I would say if you're looking to work from home, that would be a different answer than if you're looking to get into a like a brick and mortar business, but I'll answer both. So if you're if you're looking to work from home, I would say start out as a VA. And that's how I started out. And the reason for that is because you can work in other people's businesses, find out what you do and don't like doing, and then narrow it down from there. You're not gonna come out of the gate knowing exactly what you want to do forever. My venture into Google My Business was a very slow one. I wouldn't really want to be doing anything else because I love the impact that it has, the simplicity of it, really. Um, it's not complicated. It's easy to teach people. And I love helping as many people as I can. And this is something that I've found my way into accidentally through one of my marketing clients, which was actually my very, very first virtual assistant client. And I still work for him to this day in Tacoma. I definitely appreciate his guidance. He has paid for me to take SEO courses and that went off on a tangent. So that's how I got into Google My Business. Awesome. You are at the 100th episode and I can imagine how it felt for you, you know, the first time seeing how I feel right now. So what's, <laughs> what was it like your first episode knowing that, of course, you had to start fresh? It was nerve wracking. It was me recording the same thing over and over and over and over and deleting and deleting and deleting and just really being generally nervous and not sure how to speak and not sure what the best everything just being generally unsure and I think that's probably true for all podcasters we all start somewhere I'm sure that if you listen to episode one which I haven't listened to for a really long time and maybe I shouldn't but uh, <laughs> if you listen to episode one and then you know some of the latest episodes you're going to see a clear difference in my style and in my nervousness and all of those things looking back there's is there a certain time that you can look back and be like, this moment, my confidence grew well? Is there such a thing? Yeah, I would say after the first year and 
The first year is when just after the Business Mom Summit, and I had gone through 40 some interviews with different people, and I had gotten very, very comfortable talking yeah. with people at that yeah. point because not only had I done probably 40 podcasts, interviews at that yeah. point, but I had also done an additional 40 interviews for the Business Mom Summit. And right. after that, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. I appreciate the opportunity, of course, to be here, be part of it. But most of all, I got to say, I'm proud of you having seen you give what it takes you know took the time but the the effort the research really i'm proud of you seeing how far you've come and i'm pretty confident that you have way far way far more to go actually now as of right now you are celebrating we're talking about the 100th episode which is a triumph but of course understanding that uh, it's just part of the journey and there's still a long way to go what would you say i sum up uh, the things you feel comfortable with and what probably don't feel as much comfortable with and still working on today. The things that I feel comfortable with is recording and editing and creating posts. And the thing that I don't feel comfortable with, I will say this, is consistency in my social media and in my creation of things like headliners, which are like little tiny audio snippets with like the cover of the podcast. I really want to be more consistent with those, but it's just a lot of effort to put into it after you like record it and then edit it and then post it and then do the show notes. And there's so much that goes into a podcast that honestly, you don't realize when you first get into it, you're like, oh, I'm just going to record something and put it out there. Well, there's a lot more work that goes into it than that. So those are the things that, you know, I don't feel comfortable with is just that consistency in my messaging. I have gotten better in the last six months or so through the wonders of AWeber with automatically sending out my newest episodes because they have new RSS feature in the program or in their email system that allows me to automatically send those emails without having to really do a lot of creation. Of course, that's an aspect that I do not know that much about the, the technical uh, side of, you know, getting the podcast up and running and so forth. But I'm sure a few people out there that might be aspiring podcaster might be kind of curious as to some of the software out there that are good to kind of uh, keep in mind or to look into if you're podcasting. Could you, could you give a little more light on that? I happen to use Libsyn for my hosting. And then for recording, I actually prefer using Zoom because it has a lot of different audio settings that help with the echo and help with just making your podcast sound better. I used to use Audacity for recording and I realized that you can use a lot of different settings in there, but I don't know them. So I figured it's easier to just use Zoom. Yeah, I love using Zoom for that. And then Audacity, I do use to edit the podcast. So that's something that I've actually just started doing recently. And hopefully you can't tell, but if you can, that means that I'm not doing a great job, but I realized that it's really not that hard. And I've been spending thousands of dollars over the last year or two, you know, having someone edit the podcast and that can be reallocated. And so I'm reallocating that to a VA. Awesome. So. Oh, newbies, the microphone and stuff like that. How much is it important? What can you tell people about it from your experience? It's definitely very important. And I, for a long time, I used the Samsung Go mic, which is just like a little portable mic. And actually it was really good. I mean, for, you know, I don't know how much it was. I think it was like 
either 30 or $60, somewhere in there. It was less than $100. And I used that for probably the first almost two years. And then recently, because of the episode that I recorded with John Lee Dumas, where I wanted to have the best audio because I know his standards, I needed to upgrade. So I got a Blue Yeti. I will probably upgrade beyond this at some point soon. I do have something that I want to talk to you about. I just want to say thank you for your support over the last four years, because it's been four years since I started my second journey of entrepreneurship. And you've been nothing but supportive of everything and every decision and helping me to talk through things, counseling me on them. (laughs) You're like my my counselor and my sounding board and my biggest cheerleader and my Mr. Fix-It making me new offices every time we move. So I really appreciate everything that you've done for me over the last two years with the podcast and over the last 12 years. Definitely wouldn't have been able to do any of this without you. I definitely appreciate you. I know uh, I've been really proud in the past couple of years to see how well you work with people, how satisfied they are with what you're doing and uh, to also see the great feedback they give you actually. You know, it encouraged me. It uh, definitely make me and you, I'm sure, feel like your efforts are paying off and are also well appreciated by people that really come across and fully understand what it is that you're doing. I only have faith and confidence that as more people get to discover what you do and get to make you part of uh, their team, you are only going to make more and more, you know, impacts and help people more and more and do what I can to be supportive in that regard. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) And I look forward to it as well. I love helping people. And if you know me personally, then you know that for sure. Um, I do want to share with the audience that next week on Wednesday, May 12th, I will be participating in the PodFest Master Course Series for the PodFest organization. If you are not familiar with PodFest, it is basically a very, very, very supportive community for podcasters that helps to educate them, that helps to teach them how to expand their reach, expand their podcast, do technical things with their podcast. And I am very honored to be a part of that. If you would like to attend, a ticket is $99. However, I do have a coupon code that you can use in order to get that ticket for free. So that coupon code will be in the show note and it will also be on the Determined Mom website and the TDM marketing website. Awesome. One quick thing. I am curious. Have you found out in how many countries people listen to your podcast so far? I know that um, there are different countries that I have been on the chart. And I know like India and Canada and just some countries that I didn't think that there were people listening. But (laughs) hi, everyone. (laughs) You know, I wasn't aware that, you know, there were listeners all over the world. But I know that there are. I have clients all over the world. So it makes sense. Well, uh, hello to the whole world. Once again, thank you for making me part of this special 100th anniversary podcast event. And to any listener out there, thank you for listening. I just want to thank you for being here and celebrating this with me. Thank you. Awesome. This episode of The Determined Mom Show is brought to you by the Google My Business Master Course from TDM Marketing. Learn everything you need to know to rank in the top three of Google My Business search results. In this course, we will teach you the Google My Business foundation, how to optimize your listing, what a Google My Business post is, how often to post, and we'll also show you the best posting tools in the industry. We'll also show you how to pull your insights, analyze them, and what the best key performance indicators are 
that you should be tracking. We will also give you free resources and access to a coaching call. So please visit pdm-marketing.com to sign up today.